Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. Now, this was the first registration when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. But this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. When they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. Charlie Bound Christmas. Merry Christmas, Barrett. Yes. Merry um, Christmas. Very, 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 very famous passage hmm. here today. Luke 2, 1 through 21. Um, you know, I, I think of like Charlie Brown, or is it Linus? One of the little kids reading it. I... Don't know. <laughs> Barrett, Barrett lost all his U.S. culture references in his time yeah. overseas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't even bother. Gone. Don't even bother next time you see him. <laughs> um, anyways, so <laughs> we're in Luke 2, uh, a very familiar passage, but there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on here. And I will just go ahead and say, if you ever have a passage where you want to know very obscure random ways that it connects to Jewish tradition. You mm. need to talk to Thomas Nelson about it. There you go. That is a man of, he just knows a lot of very fascinating Jewish connections. So I love it. We won't get into all of them, Yeah, but there's a lot going on here. Uh, Barrett, what do you make of this well-known passage? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like you said, obviously classic passage of the birth of Jesus. You get the shepherds, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Of all the people that the angels could have appeared to, hmm. of all the people, they go to shepherds. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, you know, and and uh, it was actually at our elder deacon ordination the other night, uh, John Posey gave the sermon and did an incredible job. And he did such a great job. He did such a awesome. great job. And... Um, 
And he mentioned Matthew nine, which talks about, you know, people are like sheep without a shepherd Mm -hmm. and Jesus, obviously we, we know is like the great shepherd Mm -hmm. and there's this huge shepherd theme all the way through the new Testament, um, you know, leading up to the church and like elders are supposed to be shepherds as well as another name for, for elders. And so it's just very interesting that the angels chose to appear to a bunch of kind of probably ragtag, you know, smelly shepherds that are out there watching Mm -hmm. their, watching their flocks and they appear to them and, um, and send these shepherds on to, to, uh, to see Jesus. And it, it's interesting, you know, it kind of stood out to me verses 19 and 20 Mary's response. And then the shepherd's response, um, in verse Mm -hmm. 20, it says, and the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. So one thing that kind of stood out to me as we were reading is, the proper response to an encounter with Jesus is worship. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, you know, I, I mean, let's bring it to like real time here. When we come on a Sunday and there's the preaching of the word or the singing of songs that is exalting Jesus, that is an encounter with Jesus. It's an mm-hmm. encounter with truth mm-hmm. about who Jesus is and about what he's done and what he, what he can do or what he will do in the future. Yeah. And the proper response there is worship. And so for those who tend to come to church and y- you experience a lack of worship, like you're just sitting there and um, are kind of like emotionless. And I'm, I'm not saying we have to like cry every service or anything like that, mm. but like bonus points it, if you do that. Yeah, <laughs> it is bonus point. Um, but, but there should, you know, there should, it, it should evoke a response of worship mm. when we come and encounter and encounter the living, the living son of God. Absolutely. And yeah. So I think that was an interesting point. And then I was, I was going to point out Mary as well. In verse 19, Mary treasured up these things, pondering them in her heart. So it's just a, I don't know. I've, I've always like kind of latched onto that verse because it's very interesting that she just almost like it seems like she quietly yeah. just sits there and and is like mulling over these things yeah, in her heart. Yeah. Like, wait, what just happened? All mm. these shepherds showed up and they're, you know, obviously think my son that I just gave birth to is like this really big deal mm. or, or, you know, something that this like is later on and, yeah. and not like at the time of birth. But like, I, I think she's starting to realize like, I have given birth to a very, very, very important. I mean, she already yeah. sang the Magnificat, but it's it's different when like others kind of affirm, yeah, yeah. you know, what's going on. And so she's it's just kind of sitting fruition. there treasuring up these things about Jesus. Yeah, you know, and I think it's easy to say like, well, yeah, you know, Mary's storing up all this stuff in her heart because like she's, God's doing incredible things for her. So like, yeah, yeah that's great that she's storing them up in her heart. And just to kind of brush past that, but it's such an important model for us because, you know, and, and this kind of goes to the point that we we're talking about with the D.A. Carson sermon and the, the, like, as believers, we have more clarity and specificity and just knowledge of Jesus and the gospel than even John the Baptist, the yeah. greatest of the prophets did. Right. It, it's been entrusted to us. And, you know, what, what God has done for Will Carl, what God has done for Barrett Fisher is actually far more remarkable mm. than than just a virgin birth. Mm. Like he has separated our sins from us as far as the East is from the West. Like yeah. we have lived in such sin and transgression mm. to the point that our only possible hope would be the mercy of the very person that we've offended. Yeah, And yet he he's removed it. He's filled us with the Holy Spirit. 
And, you know, that is far more significant than just like a miraculous event Mm. because we see throughout scripture, people encounter miracles and then harden their hearts. And even Mary, you know, like she, she is an amazing figure and role model here, but, you know, we actually see her kind of trying to like get Jesus to quiet down a little bit towards the beginning of his ministry and like come back home and chill. And so there's like even a lack and, and God has given us such clear knowledge and, and encounters. And so, you know, I think it's just good to be reminded, like we should be storing up and pondering in our hearts, the works that God is doing. Mm-hmm. And, and to your point, when we do that and when we encounter Jesus, it should be worship that, that just breaks out. That's right. And, you know, I, I think of likely the most faithful ODR listener, mm. one Mr. Steve Gertz. Ah, um, love the Gertz. Love the Gertz. <laughs> um, but he, he was telling me one day, and this is like, it, it struck me as so profound. Um, we were just talking about worship and, mm. and, you know, our worship services and stuff. And he was telling me that, you know, when we stand up to sing every week, he just prays, Lord, break my heart. Mm. And, wow. and it just like, as he worships, it's like encountering the gospel afresh and he's so ready to like receive the word after singing. Yeah. I was like, gosh, that is such a, like, mm. that's such a great model. And, and you know, I, I think we see here like these shepherds, they're low down, they're forgotten by society. They're, yeah. you know, they're the bluest of blue collars and whatever. Mm. And yeah, that's exactly who God reaches for mm. and, and gives this good news to first. Um, it's shepherds and women basically, yeah. and a couple husbands who are along for the ride. Yeah. And, and yet, you know, they, they come and they see God's goodness and, and mm. their song is glory to God in the highest. And mm. so, yeah, it, it, it's such a great call to worship. It is great, us. man. That's, that is so good. The, the only other thing that I wanted to point out, because after this passage is kind of moving on to, uh, you know, from the birth of Jesus and we've, we've covered, you know, these first four days in the book of Luke, uh, kind of talking about the birth of Jesus. But I I do want to make the point that the virgin birth is actually a very, very important part of of Orthodox Christianity and, and, you know, right belief in the God of the Bible, because I mean, the way I see it is all the rest of us who have ever been born had, you know, a man, a sinful man and a sinful woman who have come together to produce that child. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, and that's what has happened, like through the reproduction of children, like it, that curse of sin, that sinful humanity has been passed on from, from child to child or from, you know, mother and father to child and and so on. Um, but Jesus's birth was different. It was a mm-hmm. virgin birth. And so the Holy spirit actually conceived and, and, and placed, uh, the baby inside of Mary's womb. And so there was not sinful man coming together and mm. knowing sinful woman to produce an offspring, but it yeah. was the Holy spirit who actually gave. Um, and, and that's why, you know, Jesus came. And as, as Paul says in, in two Corinthians five, that he knew no sin mm. and you know, he, he did not have the same sin nature. And due to that, you know, he was the perfect one who ended up, uh, dying the sacrificial death on the cross and raising from the dead and accomplishing for us, as you just mentioned from Psalm 103, uh, casting our sins as far as the East is from the West. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so an amazing, 
amazing story about Jesus's birth and uh, just amazing truths that come out of that and and just awesome good news for for you and me and the rest of our listeners absolutely well for Barrett Fisher this is Will Carlisle and we're going to see you tomorrow as we continue through Luke 2 thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm I'm Jason Dees one of the pastors of Christ Covenant and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.